You are listening to Podcasting for Entrepreneurs with me, Anna Parker Naples. We're going to be sharing what it takes to build a powerful podcast that explodes your personal brand and brings in profit. We are audiopreneurs, changing lives one listener at a time. On today's episode of Podcasting for Entrepreneurs, we're talking about how you can become a much better interviewer. I think we would all agree that there has become a bit of a pattern and a habit amongst many business podcasts that are interview focused. And that is that the interviews can become pretty much the same. You could listen to one business podcast by an entrepreneur in a given niche or sector and it won't be dissimilar to the style that somebody else is using. And I think this is where there's an opportunity to really differentiate yourself, differentiate your style, and differentiate yourself as a podcaster. When we're looking at interviewing, I think we need to think about, one, what is it that the listener is wanting from that experience? And two, what is it that the interviewee wants to get from the experience? So first of all, the the listeners, what they're hoping for is something that really touches them, something that makes them think, that makes them sit up and pay attention. You as the host want to make sure that your material is more memorable, that it touches them deeply, that it makes a difference and has that impact. If you follow my work and if you've seen my book podcast with impact, you will know that that word impact really matters because that's all about us having this global reach, this global making a difference. And I always talk about with podcasts, we're able to do that one person at a time. So you want to think about how you can leverage the conversation you're going to be having with a guest, maybe even a, potentially a client if you're live coaching so that you are maximizing the ability of this particular episode being the one to remember. If your interviewee is regularly podcast guesting, which if they're an expert in their field, they probably are, there is a really common issue in that they are probably going and saying the same things on the same podcasts. I'm sure we've all got in those habits where we know the stories we're going to tell. We know exactly how we're going to answer specific questions, particularly if we've been asked them many times before, so that we are then able to answer them in a really kind of switched off way. Now, your job as the interviewer is almost to break the state of your guest. You want them to get beneath the standard answers that they're doing on everybody else's show so that on your show, they are saying something potentially for the first time or in a much more connected, more personal, more vulnerable way or even a more funny and amusing way as long as there is an emotion engaged in the conversation because what happens then is you break that natural performance state of your interviewee and you're able then to get beneath that surface, to get beneath the generic answers that they're doing on everybody else's podcast and have a memorable conversation. Now, that conversation becomes not only memorable to you because you're more connected, but actually much more memorable for the interviewee because they are probably saying something on your show that they've not said anywhere else before, which means they are more likely to remember it and promote it. As a listener, we love those moments where something different happens, where it feels fresh, raw, organic. 
And so the more you can do that, the better. So here are my tips on how to make that situation work for you. So first of all, I think that you need to make sure you've researched your guest. If they've written a book, you need to have read at least some of it, if not all of their book, to have an overview of who they are and what they're all about. If you can listen to them on other podcast interviews, then that's a really valuable resource. I recommend you go and have a look on listennotes.com and do a bit of a stalk as to which shows they've appeared on, what they've talked about in the past, so that you not only have an understanding of those generic answers that they're giving, but also have some ideas as to what they haven't been asked, what they aren't being questioned on, and maybe where the gaps lie. So being really present, not going into your standard interviewer pattern, thinking through some slightly more personal or clever questions than they've been asked in the past, and then really watching them. Now, I come from an NLP background where we are very aware in terms of neurolinguistic programming that the more you can be in tune with somebody, the more you can match and mirror their behaviours, the more connected you are in that conversation. And so if you are able to reach this deeper level of rapport because you are properly listening, not just to their words, but watching their body language, falling to some degree in sync with them, you're going to have a much more engaged conversation as well. So how can you do that? I think it comes down to planning and being present. So the two P's for you there. And when you're able to do this, when you are listening properly and you're not just thinking about the next thing that's going to come out of your mouth. You're not just thinking about the very next question or the next opportunity to interrupt them, but you are very much in flow and present with them as well. Then you're going to have a much more interesting conversation. As an interviewer, I want you to think about how often are you not listening to your guest? How often are you actually planning the very next thing you're going to say and therefore wasting some precious material that they have brought to the table? I've been on a few podcasts, I've been on many podcasts, but I've been on a few interviews where no matter what I said, the interviewer was going to ask the next question on their list. Now, It might be that I've just revealed something quite emotional or that I've not said before or certainly that this audience would never have heard before. And I know that I've opened the door to something that would actually be quite interesting for them. But it felt very slammed shut by my host's determination to ask all of his questions no matter what. And I almost felt at the end of it that it wouldn't have mattered whether it was me or somebody else as the guest. Treat your guests like they matter. Treat your guests like you value their time, you value their history, you value their knowledge and their expertise. I think in order to be a really good interviewer as well, not only do you need to be present, but you potentially need to have mapped out a little bit of your interview before you get going. So everyone who comes on my show, we always talk through the fact that this is a free-flowing environment. I'm going to allow them and encourage them to share their expertise. But are there areas that they'd really like us to dive into? Are there things that are going on for them that they're, they're learning right now that they'd like to share? Are there things that they don't want to talk about? And this is an interesting one. I, I got this tip from Lewis Howes, 
who hosts the School of Greatness podcast. I can't believe I nearly forgot that name. Where he said that one of the things he does, particularly if he's interviewing someone in person, is says to them, what are the things you really don't want me to ask you today? And then he will say, when they give an answer, he will say, well, okay, I'm really hoping that this is going to be one of the most powerful conversations of your life and that this is going to be one of the best interviews we've ever done on this show. Are you really sure that that isn't something that you're willing to talk about? Because sometimes the things we're resisting are actually the things we need most or are the ways that we can share most with the world. Are you open to this being the most impactful conversation you've ever had so that we can demonstrate your greatness? And he says that often there's a kind of softening around the edges of why they're showing up to that interview in the first place and that they don't want to do something formulaic that they're doing everywhere else. And that actually, very often he gets uh, the assent that, yes, okay, I would, I am willing to go there. Let's tiptoe around the edges of that conversation. So how are you pre-framing your conversation as well? So I hope this has given you some thoughts into what I believe you should be doing to become a better interviewer. So just to wrap this up and to recall these for you, doing your research actually have given your guests the honour of your time and attention so that they're not just part of your production line of your podcast actually listening and building rapport, which can start way before you actually begin the formal interview, being fully present with them, having thought through some of the questions you might like to ask and having pre-framed some of the conversation and the level at which they're prepared to go with you and really listening, asking those questions that are, are sitting before you. Don't ignore them in your rush to get on to the next question. I'd love to hear from you how this episode has helped you. And right now we have two spaces with us to come and launch inside the podcast agency with us on our legendary podcast launch package, which if you'd like to know much more about, you can go and check out at www.annapn.co forward slash launch. Let me know if you've listened to this. Reach out to me over on Instagram. Let me know, do you think you're doing a good enough job as an interviewer? Thank you for listening to Podcasting for Entrepreneurs with Anna Parker Naples. I'd love to invite you to come over and find my free and friendly community over on Facebook, where you can tell us about your plans to explode your brand and drive in profits using the power of podcasts. Because we are audiopreneurs changing lives one listener at a time.